everyone, a quick reminder that Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal, medical or professional advice, nor your own sound judgment. There's lots for you on angellight777.com. There's guidance, there are freebies, there are wonderful ways to help you to connect with the angels and with their love for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I have something so beautiful for you today. We are going to be busting that myth, that absolutely untrue myth that not everyone can communicate with angels and that it really is only a certain few or someone very special because that's not true at all. So what does it mean to receive angelic guidance it means different things to different people for some it may come in the form of a feeling it may come in the form of thoughts and you know what it will always feel like it's your thoughts because they usually come in our own voice it could feel like a gut feeling it could feel like a feeling in the heart it could feel like a hunch or a knowing It can come in the form of writing. There are so many ways you might hear them. I call mine the voiceless voice. There are so many ways to receive guidance from the angels and they will be particular to you. That's the first thing I want to point out and really help you to explore and to nurture and to understand because to receive this guidance is so deeply beautiful. It will expand your heart, your mind, your life and experiences and add something that you may never have experienced before and that is unconditional love because that's what the angels have for us. So as we go through this class today and welcome to Angel Heart Radio, welcome to Angel Light 777, as we go through this class We're going to really open those up in very easy, simple terms. What is the first thing you need to know about receiving angel guidance? It's about keeping it simple. Some of us have rituals, some of us don't. We might start off with a ritual. We might start off by smudging the room. We might start off by playing beautiful music. We might start off by just centering ourselves in in meditation. It's really not important how you start. It's most important that you do start, right? Because that's where everything begins at the beginning. So for the beginning of today, let's just go into a short Ah, beautiful guided meditation with the angels. So if you're able to and it's safe for you to do so, just close your eyes. Take a breath in and release. And we call upon all the angels, Archangel Gabriel, for clear communication. Archangel Raphael for your loving, healing, nourishing energy. Archangel Uriel to light our path. Archangel Michael for confidence and courage to boost our faith. We call upon all the angelic realm 
to surround us in a beautiful, powerful, gentle light, the light of love, the light of God, creator, universe. And just breathe and allow yourself to settle. Just imagine that there is a beautiful star right above your head, a light, and this light feels warm and tender and gentle and nurturing and nourishing. And allow this light to simply fall all around you and to enter into your body through the top of your head, through your ears and eyes, allow it to settle upon your shoulders, make its way into your heart and it's warm and it's almost like a liquid as it trickles down, down into your body, down through your lungs and your arms, all the way down to your fingertips where it just trickles out and down in your torso and your hips down to your buttocks and into your legs, all the while traveling down, 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 filling you with a loving radiance, a calm and gentle peace, down through your legs, and into your feet and out from the heels of your feet in through your toes and out through your toes and feel this light branch out now as it travels down deep into the beautiful mother that is our earth deeper and deeper, wider and wider. And you might even feel it reaching out and connecting with other energies that are loving in nature, peaceful and calm, safe, nurturing, as it continues to travel down down deeper and deeper, all the way to the core, the center of the earth. And here, you can simply drop any fear, any pain or sorrow, any judgments, or anger or bitterness, 
anything you wish to release, just drop it. You don't have to do anything with it. Look at it. Say thank you. Thank you for the lessons and the teaching and the opportunity for my growth and my development. And I bid you farewell. Now, begin to feel that same loving energy calling you back up, up and up, coming back up all through the layers of Mother Earth, all the way back till you can feel your feet again, feel that energy drawing back up into your body. It's clear like crystal. Back up into your body. That's it, all the way back. Take a big breath in. And allow it to just simply fill your entire body. Your mind. Your emotions. All your spirit feels glowing and alive and loved and loving. And spend a moment now and give thanks in your own way. Just quietly. And feel that lovely light that's come down into you and up through you meet. Feel it branch out into all the souls of your body. It travels through your bloodstream. It's in your bones and your organs, filling your heart, your throat, your eyes, your brain with such brilliant love. And that's yours. You get to keep that and experience at any time. Take a breath. Blow it out. And when you're ready, begin to move your feet toes and your fingers and your hands. Just move your neck gently. That's the way. That's the way. Turn your head from side to side. And when you're ready, just open your eyes and welcome back. I never know where they're going to take me in terms of what they're going to ask me to say or prompt me to share. That felt so radiant and beautiful. 
Okay, Jenny, you raise a great point. I never know whether my gut feeling is right or whether I am looking through rose-colored glasses. We're going to address that today. That is a fantastic point. And remind me, because I make we want to make sure that we do address that. But first of all, I want to start at the very beginning. How do you, how do I, how can anyone receive clear angel guidance? Okay. The first thing that you need to do personally, I recommend that you, I'm just going to my page, guys, to make sure that I'm not missing any comments. The first thing is I feel it's so important to make sure that you are always anchoring yourself in a loving, gentle, unconditionally loving light. Why? Why do we need to do that if there's no need for fear? The reason is really simple. It brings us into a place of connection. It reminds us of the love and guidance that is always present within us, around us, and for us. So whenever we see ourselves surrounded by this amazing white light, it can be a golden light, it can be a rainbow light, it can be a blend of all different colours. We are simply reminding ourselves of the universal truth of our safety and protection, our love, our abundance, and the fact that everything is available for us. Nothing happens to us, even though it will feel that way, especially if it's deeply painful, but that everything happens on behalf of us to serve us. So start by seeing yourself completely surrounded and nurtured in love in a beautiful light. And the next thing, and this is so important and so easy to forget, and I still forget it after 20 years of clear angel communication, we need to ask. We need to ask the angels and invite them in. Now, we know this is because we have free will, right? And it makes sense, doesn't it? Because if the angels could just pop in any old time and flip things around and sort things out for us, then we would not have free will. It wouldn't be free. It would be conditional. This is an unconditional gift that we have. And hello, Jenny, how wonderful that you're with us. Jenny's part of my family. So the important thing here is to remember that we must ask and to keep it simple. Do you remember that old saying, uh, KISS, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid? Well, I don't like that. And the angels popped in one day and they said, keep it simple, sweetheart. And isn't that beautiful? So keep it simple, sweetheart. Sometimes when we are asking for guidance, assistance, an idea, what's the next step? There are a lot of questions that we have. And it's very easy, if you're anything like me, to find how do I formulate this question? I'm not quite sure what to ask for. What if I ask for the wrong thing? What if I don't ask in the right way? So keep it simple, sweetheart. It's so simple. Dear angels, please guide me clearly to the step that will bring me the most peace. How's that? The simple. 
So asking for what you want. And the other thing is, oh, they told me this so often (laughs) over and over again. When I first started receiving the messages in writing that later became the angel code, uh, journey into the words whispered to me, uh, ask, ask, ask. And when you're done asking, ask for more. I couldn't understand this in the beginning because I felt like, how can I be like a spiritual person? How can I have a spiritual life if I'm always asking for something? Surely I should be giving or be in supplication. Surely I went through a sackcloth and ashes phase in my 20s. If it didn't have 10 holes, I didn't wear it, right? And it took me a long time. Darlene, welcome. Lovely to have you with us. It took me a long time to come to understand that there is no need to suffer to prove that we are in love, that we are in service. Now, the first question I ever asked the angels in this absolutely amazing book from the angels, this is a clear, faithful record of every word they gave to me between January 2001 and the last message in the series I thought was the last message. Um, I'm just going to that last page. Um, Was the 27th of March 2007, but it turns out there was one more message that came through in 2016, which is at the beginning of the book. And so I said to them, how can this work? How can it be? What can I do? I'm so confused. And they said to me, stating your needs and wants is not considered greed. You are a wonder of God, his own beloved child. Of course you should have the best. Trust in us. We are here to help you see these things as we do. That's the very first message right there. All is well. Trust. Ask for what you you want and don't be afraid to ask bigger. Okay, so once you've asked, it's time then, the next big step is going to be to simply allow. Allow it to come to you. So ask, allow, have faith, Believe, trust, wait. When I first started receiving these messages, they took a really long time to come through and they came through a word at a time, which I thought were completely disconnected words and made no sense at all. So once you've asked for your messages, as I said, the messages I received were just so, I thought, so disjointed and had absolutely no value in terms of messages, clear messages from the angels. But the feeling of it was so beautiful and gentle and peaceful. And I was in so much turmoil in my own life that I kept going and I didn't even read them to start with. And it wasn't until several, at least several weeks later, and I thought, what what I am writing? And when I began to read, I was gobsmacked, to say the least. 
being specific is important. And that's not necessarily about, I want a red car that is this size and this, and it costs this much money. It can be a really clear message like, dear angels, I want a red car. No, sorry. I want a car that is going to be something I absolutely love beyond what I can imagine right now. So that's a clear message that is very specific, but it doesn't necessarily have a lot of detail in it. Does that make sense to you guys? Does that make like connections for you that there are there is a way to ask specifically without it necessarily being um, this is the I I'm going to dot it, this is the T I'm going to cross it. So let me know if that makes sense. When we are asking for more, it's then important to begin to believe. Now, that's a process for us because we've been taught not to ask for too much and not to believe that we're going to get too much, that it's wishful thinking, that it's greedy, or that we are setting ourselves up for a fall. Anybody relate? So we are now starting to step out of those boundaries. And those boundaries are there not to constrict us, but they're there actually to teach us. So begin by focusing on, I, even if it is something like, I don't know how it's going to happen, I just know that it will. That then begins to expand our level of faith and our um, attention span in belief. Because otherwise we can say, well, I want it to happen and it hasn't happened and it's been two months, so therefore it's never going to happen. I've done it wrong or it doesn't work for me. It just means that we are still within the parameters that says, what if it doesn't happen? It probably won't happen. It mightn't happen for me. A lot of people write to me and say, can you ask the angels too? Because you've got such a beautiful connection. Well, the thing is you do too. I've nurtured my connection. I nurture it every day. And that's what I'm here to help you do in your own way in your own time. So there's no right, there's no wrong. So we know that we need to breathe. Breathing is very important when you're working with the angels. It's very important for life, right? We're not going to sustain life without it. But the thing of it is, it brings us into a point of focus we begin to charge our system with extra oxygen because most of us don't breathe properly. Most of us hold our breath or breathe shallow from, from the top of our lungs. We need to learn how to breathe more deeply. And I know when I go to my exercise class, I start off, you know, breathing very shallow and I don't even realise I'm doing shallow breathing by the end, I've got this beautiful, expansive breath just naturally flowing. And that's exactly what happens as you take this journey and follow these simple steps. And I am going to list them for you so that you don't have to remember them. And of course, this class will be available free of charge on angellight777.com. So you can rewatch it any time. Okay. Another part of the thing to understand is that when you're asking for something, it's actually a part of your plan. It's a part of your plan to receive. 
It is not a part of your plan, your divine plan to go without, even though we believe that. Now, when I first started in 2001, someone gave me a book and said, Anaya, you might like this book. And she put it in my hands. And the minute I, I held it, I knew this is something important for me. And that book is Angel Speak, a guide how to talk with your angels. And it's by Barbara Mark and Trudy Griswold. And this book really has kiss stamped all over it. Keep it simple, sweetheart. It is full of really practical, easy to follow information that was given to Trudy and to Barbara from the angels now this was first published it's in its 16th or 26th or something reprinting it's like an amazing book if you don't have it i highly recommend that you get it it's wonderful now when was it first printed i can't tell i can't see 1995 can you imagine back in 1995 this information wasn't coming, wasn't readily available to us on the planet, right? These were concepts to so many of us. This is a wonderful book, and I want to show it to you again because I can't recommend it highly enough. It's available on all your favourite platforms. Trudy Griswold, Barbara is now in heaven. Trudy is amazing. And... <laughs> had Trudy on such a pedestal for so long. I really did. And then one day I signed up for her Monday morning messages. And one day I just replied to a message and said, I just want to thank you because, you know, these messages have been awesome for me. And she wrote back and someone had said, "Why don't, it might have been you, Elaine. Why don't you ask her to be on Angel Heart Radio? And I said, oh, that's a great idea. I'll do that. But my mind said, it's Trudy Griswold. She's never going to come on Angel Heart Radio, right? She wrote back to me and she said, Maya, I see you have Angel Heart Radio. I wonder if it would be possible to come on your show and share the, my love for the angels. And I was like, oh. and I ended up working with Trudy on Angel Heart Radio. Sorry, I keep knocking the microphone. I ended up working with Trudy and her, the shows are still there. Um, and that was on the Angel Life series. It was fantastic. So, okay. I never know whether my gut feeling is right or whether I am looking through rose-coloured glasses. Jenny, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. This is so important and I'm going to, teach you how to tell the difference categorically there is a very easy way to know that when you are having or myself when we are having fear-based thoughts they originate in our minds now when you're receiving guidance from the angels yes you can hear it as a thought or feel it as a thought in your mind but excuse me when they are just fear-based thoughts when they are just when it's not the gut feeling it will usually be laced with a bit of fear or it will have a lot of negativity around it 
when we are receiving from the angels, it's just loving. It's so loving. The angels will never say to you, don't go down that path. You know, something terrible is going to happen to you if you, if you do that. They will never say anything like that. They will never give you that feeling. They may give you a feeling of, oh, it doesn't feel right to go that way. I'll turn left instead of right. I've just got a feeling to turn left. Can you see the difference? That's very loving. They're saying, darling heart, turn left here. They're not saying, oh, if you go down that path, it's going to be very awful for you and don't do it because it'll be. See the difference? It's a heavy, dense energy. Fear is dense. It can't vibrate at the same level that love can. It's not possible. You cannot have those two energies in the same space. So if you are feeling completely loved and nurtured and it feels light and just beautiful, that is always going to be the angels giving you a message, always. So notes. Ah, expect to receive. Did I say that? It is so important to expect to receive. And that doesn't mean I expect to receive it by Tuesday at 2 o'clock. But I know it's going to turn up. It'll turn up in its own timing, in divine time. When I'm ready to receive it, it'll be here. When it's fully cooked and ready for me, it will present. Okay, does, does this make sense to anyone? Okay. Now, like I said before, it's always going to feel like you're making it up, especially if, like me, you are clairaudient. I hear what I call the voiceless voice now, but it always in the beginning sounded like my own voice. But again, I knew to follow it because it felt so loving and it was a feeling of complete and joyful, unconditional love. I had never experienced that before. There were no conditions on it. There were no caveats. There were no yes, buts, right? It's so loving. So if you're going to receive your messages in writing, and I would really love you to try this, guys. It's an amazing feeling. Sit, find yourself a really lovely space, a quiet space. Turn your phone off. Don't turn it on to vibrate. It's really important. Turn it off. Put it on airplane mode. It's just for a short time. You need to disconnect from the energy of your phones. Disconnect from it just for that time. Remember, the vibration of our phone is an earth-based energy. We are tapping into celestial love and guidance right so turn it on the airplane put it away you don't even want to see it just for now put it in a drawer stick it under the couch whatever just for now get quiet breathe be comfortable it's important to be comfortable just breathe see that beautiful loving light all around you completely encircling you and keep breathing. The question I learned to ask the angels was, 
What would you like me to know today, angels? And just keep breathing. For me, I always had my eyes closed. It was much easier for me to simply disconnect from everything else. Your mind may tell you you're being silly. You should be doing the washing. You've got jobs to do. You haven't done this. You must do that. That's okay. Just keep breathing through it. It's okay. You don't have to be completely still in your mind. Just breathe. You've asked the angels. You've surrounded yourself or seen this beautiful light that's already there. Here we go. Just breathing. Now, I had um, a diary, actually. It was a new diary because it was January. And I recommend you have a journal or a diary or some kind of book that you put nothing else in except what you get from the angels. You don't know. What you receive could be similar in the sense that it's something that they will one day ask you to publish. You don't know, right? I had no clue, but I had them all there together. It was great. And just hold your pen. And when you know to write a word, just write it. And this is where your trust comes in. You've got to trust that what you are writing is what you need to write. If you get a lot of words or sentences, just write them out without question. No one else needs to see them, just between you and the angels. If, like me, you received a word at a time and there were long, and I mean long periods for me, between the words coming through, very long periods. But again, the peace was so wonderful. And it was something that I had never experienced before because I was in so much turmoil in my own life and I felt so unworthy at that stage, at that time in my life, that to have that level of peace, even for a few minutes, even for an hour, was magnificent. So write what you get. Don't question it. Whatever you get, that's what you get. You write it. And keep going until you know to stop because you will know. And you won't know in your brain. It won't be your mind saying to you, all right, that's enough. You'll just feel that energy. This is what I've received. The next part is a bit of a trick in the sense that it's very easy to write back, to read back what you've written and question it. Again, as Jenny said, is it her gut feeling? Is it right? Or whether, is she looking through rose-coloured glasses? No, trust what you get because what you get is a communication from the angels. You may also choose, instead of writing, you may also choose to record your own voice. So when a word comes through, you speak it. So if you've got something that's voice activated, it's brilliant because you just record what you were given. And with the meditation at the beginning, that's what I do. I have learned to trust. I never know what words are going to come out of my mouth. 
And Caroline knows me very well. And she knows <laughs> the amount of times it's like, I have no idea what I'm going to say on the meditation. I'm nervous. I'm worried. What if I don't know what to say? But we both know, and that's just me. I need to get that out of the way. Then it's like, right, now, breathe, trust, allow, expect. Say the words as they come. Wait for them. Write the words as they come. Wait for them. It's important. Wait, wait, wait. Vicky's joined us. Hello, beautiful. For anyone else who may have just joined us, this is the book that began it all for me, Angel Speak, A Guide, How to Talk with Your Angels by Barbara Mark and Trudy Griswold, available worldwide on all your favourite platforms. This book is awesome. If you are just starting off, to me, this is this is what where to go because it's incredible. And everything is broken down and you will find that you'll see throughout the book. Oops, there you go. Hey, the angels are doing it again, Elaine. Um, you'll see throughout the book that some is written in uh, like a red italics, that's the angels. And in the blue regular font, that is the writing from Barbara and Trudy. Now, the angels were waking them up in the morning. They were lived on opposite sides of the country, waking them both up very early in the morning. <laughs> I remember talking to Trudy about this on Angel Heart Radio once, and she said the first thing she did when they woke her up, they asked her to get up and start to write something. And she said, it's too early. Can you come back later? So <laughs> I love that. So they kept asking. They kept waking them up until eventually they began to write what they were being given. Why do the angels come usually around 3 o'clock in the morning? Because that's when we're quiet. And we're more open. So the more you begin to work with the angels, the more you communicate with the angels, your guardian angels, all the angel, angelic choirs, the archangels, the more you do it, the more natural and easy and regular it will become until eventually, like me, you will just have conversations with them all the time about everything. And it's so easy. Although in the beginning, it won't feel that way. So your job now is to trust. Trust that it will get easier. Trust that you can trust what you're getting and trust yourself to receive it. And if it doesn't make any sense, trust that as well. There are still some messages in the angel code, journey into the words whispered to me, that I don't understand, make no sense whatsoever to me. And originally I was going to chop them all out. I thought I can't put those in. They're just silly. So I cut them all out. And, um, of course, I could feel straight off. It just wasn't right. And I knew, okay, Anaya, why do you not want to put them in? Well, I don't want to put them in because what if people think I'm an idiot? Right? We all know that feeling. And I'm talking about the angels told me that this book would leave not one corner of the globe untouched. So I'm thinking, oh my God, how can I, how can I do that? 
do that? How can I put myself out there like that? But, of course, I did, and it's amazing, and it's doing exactly what the angel said it would do. And, again, this one is also available worldwide on all your favourite platforms. So, and if you would like a, a signed copy, let me know. So, um, Elaine says, thanks for that reminder. That's how I started. What was, how did you start? I've forgotten, love. Um, I can't remember what I was up to when you wrote that. So, the next thing to do is um, to make sure that you thank the angels. Thank you. Have gratitude in your heart. Even if you get a message that makes no sense, even if you get a message that you think, well, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything at all, say thank you. Why do we say thank you? They're not doing it for the thanks, so they don't have egos. So why do we need to thank them? I bet you know. We need to thank them because gratitude is a powerful energy. It's a powerful nurturing force for growth, for expansion, for love, for peace. And the more gratitude we experience, the more often we experience gratitude, the more our lives will open before us like the most beautiful rose. Each petal more tender, more beautiful, more velvety than the last. And it's a never-ending rose of love. It's a never-ending bloom. And every single time you experience gratitude, every time it adds to you. And as it adds to you, it adds to the entire planet. Happy, gentle, graceful, grateful people make a beautiful planet, right? A lovely place to live. Elaine says, I kept getting an urge to write until I thought, okay, I will. And Archangel Ariel introduced themselves to her. See, look at that. Now, Elaine is a prime example of what I'm talking about right here. You know, she resisted it and eventually she said, oh, hang it. Okay, I'll do it. And now Elaine's connection with the angels is very, very beautiful and she works with them all the time. So here comes another point. Okay, so what happens when you work with the angels? Does life suddenly get better in the sense that we don't have any more problems, we never get upset, we don't have arguments, we don't stub our toes, we don't find things aren't going our way. Does that happen? Does that happen to me? No, it's never happened to me. I still have all the stuff in my life that I had before in the sense that, not the same type of things, in the sense that I still have days where I don't have a great day, I'm just feeling cranky or my energy is very low, or I'm not getting done what I want to get done. So man, oh man, do I get cheesed off about that some days. But the difference is that they're just natural human experiences, right? We are here to experience an, a, a human life. We are here to experience what that means. We are here by choice to experience that. But even on the days 
especially days like when I was in such deep grief, when mum and dad made their transitions for that three-year period, even on those days when I was so bereft, I knew, I knew they were okay. I knew they were continuing. I knew they were safe and well and loved and happy and living their lives in whatever dimension they're in now. And that brought me so much peace amongst the turmoil. Did it mean that it just suddenly turned all my grief off? No, it didn't. There was a lot of pain in my grief. And I can remember saying to someone, I know that one day I'm going to be able to see all the benefits to this. I can't see it now. And I can't imagine what they could possibly be. But of course, now I do. Now I understand exactly what those benefits to me are. Those benefits include things like I have so much more empathy, understanding and compassion for other people in the same type of situation. You know, how many times have you heard it or maybe you've even said it yourself, somebody's parent or parents make their transition and they're in their 80s or 90s. And we say things like, oh, I'm so sorry, but they had a good innings. I learned never, ever, ever to say anything like that to anyone. When people said it to me out of the kindness of their hearts, trying to find a way to say something to make me feel better, it made what I actually felt was it was diminishing my parents because it wouldn't have mattered if they were 200. It wouldn't have mattered. When we lose someone we love and treasure from this life, when we lose their physical, uh, the physical experience of having them, picking up the phone, sitting you know, around a table, talking, going shopping, all those little things, it's, it's such a loss. So I learned that. That was a great benefit to me. It's, it's enough to say, I'm so sorry for your loss. That was something beautiful to learn even though I learned it in the most painful of ways. So never underestimate the power of somebody's grief. So everything, as I said, even at the time, we probably won't see it, right? I mean, how can you see it? It's so painful. Okay, so what happens then? And this was a question I got. I made a little video. Oh, crikey's. <clears throat> must be 12 years ago now. It was one of my very first, actually. Um, Jenny says, I totally agree. And you can feel it in your heart, can't you, Jenny? You can experience that. Yeah? Welcome to everyone who's joined us. Thank you for being here. So that experience now is something precious because we now have a greater capacity to connect with others on that path. Okay, so one of that video I made um, was Angels Exist and You Can Ask for Proof. And it has been a very popular video. Um, the sound was terrible. The fan was whirring in the background. I didn't know. I was very nervous. So 
but the message was very clear and people really love it. And I got so much mail saying, okay, so, but what, I'm scared because what if it's a fallen angel or what if I get a bad message, right? Has anybody heard that, experienced that or had that own, their own fear around that? Okay, first of all, in my opinion, this is my opinion, there is no such thing as a fallen angel. Personally, I don't believe it because for me, angels are just the most gracious, loving, kind, compassionate. They are from God, creator, right? The one who created us, the one who created all the beauty in the world. How could they possibly exist within an ego state i don't think that's possible so um so oh look we've got a message from vicky well my angels have spoken to me this morning anaya so out came a pen and paper yes and boy oh boy did i write some stuff down love seeing this but i have to go now is there any way to save it yes absolutely vicky you can watch it anytime on angellight777.com and you can find it on the angel heart radio facebook page in the video section and you can watch it any amount of times that you like and it will always be freely available see that's a perfect example isn't it this is wonderful and vicky that's such an inspiration. So thank you for sharing that because this is going to inspire other people as well. Grab your pen and paper and write. And my handwriting is shocking. <laughs> it's more scrawl than writing. Interestingly, except when I'm writing dedications in the book, when I'm writing a dedication or signing a book, that's the only time my writing seems to be anything other than scrawl. No, you're welcome, Vicky. Thank you. you help, you've helped people today by sharing that because this is quite new for you, Vicky, isn't it? This experience of really talking to the angels in this way. So that's beautiful. It's never, never too late to start. It's never too early to start. And it doesn't matter whether, you know, you, you've had a break for a long time. The angels never leave us. Um. So there are no bad messages. Yes, it is new for Vicky. See, guys? Boom. And I know Vicky loves her copy of The Angel Code. And I was so blessed to be able to uh, dedicate it to Vicky. Um, so is it Chilla? How do I pronounce your name, honey bun? I have been hearing ringing in my ears lately. Sometimes it's for a few seconds or longer. Some are different frequencies. Are these angel codes? I feel they are downloads. They never happened before. Well, yes, you are absolutely spot on, spot on. We can receive, and sometimes people can mistake it for tinnitus. Sheila, hello, Sheila. Um, it's not necessarily going to be the same for every person, so I'm not discounting tinnitus. I thought I had tinnitus years ago until I heard this, and what you what i realized i could do i learned to do i'm going to teach you now it's very simple you are receiving downloads they're high pitch because it's a high frequency it's coming through and it's downloading information that works for you that you need and your information is designed specifically for you your life your path so yes they are angel codes that's a great way of putting it now 
the thing to do with that is you can say to the angels, thank you, come with gratitude, thank you for all that I'm receiving from you. It's too loud, too noisy, too high. Please turn it down to either an acceptable volume for me or to a volume that I I recognize is coming in but doesn't bother me at all. That's what I learned to do. I don't have any problems now. Occasionally something will come through and it's really high and it's really loud like a screech and it's like, and I just remember to ask, boom, it goes down. So try that and see how you go. And congratulations for being open to receiving these beautiful downloads from the angels. That's something very beautiful. Very beautiful, Sheila. I'm really thrilled for you. Okay, so when you receive your messages, do not critique them. We touched on that earlier, but I'm feeling to remind you, you don't analyze them. Well, you will. You're a human being, right? I analyzed every one of mine and I judged them. (laughs) I judged them quite harshly. But after you've done that, realize that that's a normal part of being a person and accept what you've received. She says, yes, it's very loud, but I love it. Ha ha. So I don't mind. So there you go. It's perfect for you, right? That's great, Sheila. Okay. So when you um, are feeling critical about the messages that you're receiving, just accept that and move on, right? Accept it and move on. Okay. The next point, what if you don't get anything? Right. Now, patience 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 is a shallow well for human beings mostly right everybody will receive you may receive in a way that you are not expecting or you think oh that was too easy it might be just that feather you know in your path it might be something so simple that it's so easy to just write off it might be a sign on a bus it might be, you know, a number that keeps popping up over and over and over again. They think, oh, I'll keep seeing that number everywhere I go. Now, the angel like 777 angel numbers uh, are all available for you on angellight777.com. There's lots and lots of places you can get angel numbers. The angels asked me to share, I won't say they're new, but they are unique. To angel like triple seven they said let's write these angel numbers will you help and I said sure <laughs> I said really surely there are enough angel number sites apps and books in the world that we don't need to I'm very busy and they said we'd really appreciate it if you would so I said okay so I began so it's still a work in progress but there's lots up there and the aim of that beautiful section on the angel numbers is not necessarily um you know that added draw to my website the whole idea of it is to educate you to learn how to decode angel numbers for yourself so it until it becomes quite natural and every time you see one you will know what it means so have patience work with it and you will learn it and you will love it. You will love being able to see a number and it will not matter what that number is, what the sequence is, 
you will understand what the angels are saying to you. Beautiful. Okay, so be very patient. It's not always easy. And some people will insist that they cannot receive messages. And in my experience, the only reason people do not receive is fear. Fear that they can't, fear of what they might hear or know or see. Um, it's about staying open, staying open to the angels and don't give up. Do not give up because what will happen is you will find that the messages that you're receiving, you are discounting. Or the veil of fear is so strong with you that the, the messages are there, but it's like someone with cataracts. The sunlight's there, but they can't see it. The face is in front of them, but they can't discern it. And it's the same thing. So don't give up and trust. Trust, trust, trust. That is the way forward for everything, absolutely everything. And honestly, you can do it. If I can do it, when I, given how full of fear I was, and at the time, at that time in my life, full of self loathing and feeling so incredibly unworthy, unlovable, and completely broken as a human being, hey, I'm living proof. I'm living proof of what connecting with the angels' love and their wisdom and guidance can do in a person's heart if you're open to it. Okay, what else have we got here? Oh, treat your messages with respect. It's a funny thing, and it's I'm not saying that it's an important thing, but for me... I find I can't even put my mobile phone on my iPad on top of the angel code book. The two energies don't work together for me. So I've, I have put, I've put the phone on the book. That doesn't feel right. It just feels like a jarring energy. And it doesn't mean to say that the book's saying, take it off me. No, what it means is I can sense, I can feel, I can notice that those two energies, one's a very, you know, heavy earth-based energy and the angel code, which actually is full of angel codes, those two energies are completely different to each other. So treat your messages with respect. A wonderful class that I am sure will assist many beautiful souls. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. My whole aim today is to excite you to go on this adventure, this journey. Open the doors of your heart to the angels. And when I say the angels, I do mean God's messengers. Now, I don't mean God as a religious term. Angel Light 777, the angel code, everything I do, Angel Heart Radio is all non-denominational. It's about we are all one. We have this most incredible, loving, gentle, kind, generous, supportive creator. So how could the angels be anything less than expressions of pure love and peace and generosity for us? Imagine us being so loved, 
that these angels were created especially to assist us, support us, guide us, nurture us and nourish us. It just blows my mind wide open to think of how how deeply loved I am and you are. Right? It's just incredible. Okay. As I said, with your journal, with whatever book you record your messages in, don't put anything else in them. Keep them all together. You never, ever know. You really just don't. What is going to happen with those amazing messages? And the day may very well come, like it did with me. I was so grateful that those messages were together. Because I've got messages on bits of paper all over the house, right? But these messages were different. And at the time, I didn't know it. I had no clue. But now looking back, I can see how faithfully guided I was. Those little steps that I took that seemed to not mean a lot at the time, but somehow felt right, were very important parts of the puzzle of the journey of the angel's code wow okay now why okay as i said don't put your phone on um silent on um yeah silent because it'll vibrate make sure that you put on airplane mode and put it away out of sight right you want to keep your focus on what you're doing that's a, an important thing um and just Honour your space when you're working with the angels. Honour your space. Smudge the room if you like. You don't have to. Put some flowers in the room. You don't have to. You know, honour your space because the energy is so valuable and so important, as are you. Okay, so the next question I want to ask you, and we're sort of getting close to the end now. If you've got any questions, have I missed anything? That's what I want to know, angels. We've covered trust. We've covered focus. Prayer. What is prayer to you? As I said, you know, prayer can be a religious experience for others. It can be a spiritual experience for others. It can be both. It can be a way of focus. What is prayer to you? Prayer is a very important, beautiful, wonderful, powerful energy. For me, prayer is a sacred thing. I use prayer all the time. So if I'm out and about, or even if I hear a siren, for example, I always call in the angels. That's a prayer. If I see someone limping on the street, I I call in Archangel Raphael or I see them surrounded in the pink light of unconditional love. I used to try and figure out how can I help that person. I don't do that anymore. That's not my role. My role is to be loving and supportive energetically and leave people alone to get on with their own stuff, right? There will be people that, yes, you will be called to assist. I used to try and assist everyone, but really what I was trying to do is I was trying to save everybody. I was a big rescuer. 
Um, and, you know, that's a journey of its own. So prayer is a powerful thing. Practice your prayer and your prayer can be many things. There are a couple of beautiful prayers I'll share with you. And one I heard from Christian Northrup. I don't know where it originated. And it's the change me prayer, which I thought, oh, don't think I'm going to like that. But it's divine beloved. Please change me into someone who accepts love, for example. Thank you. Divine beloved, please change me into someone who sees my own beauty and worth. Thank you. Divine beloved, please change me into someone who sees the value, the beauty, the worth in others. Thank you. You see how it works? Divine beloved, please change me into someone who sees the beauty in my current situation. Thank you. Keep it simple, sweetheart. And the other one I love is the most benevolent outcome prayer. I request a most benevolent outcome for dot, dot, dot. Thank you. So sometimes I'll see an ambulance and I'll get the sense that this is a very serious, very serious situation. I request a most benevolent outcome for everyone and everything um, affected by or connected to the ambulance, including the ambulance, the paramedics. Thank you. Boom. Simple. So, you know, practice prayer. Prayer adds something to the world. It never takes anything. Prayer is a way of receiving beautiful energy. But as we pray, as we are centered, as we work with the angels, our energy expands. We then add that energy to the world. We add it. There's a magnificent pool of love and divine energy. We are a part of that. And every time we center ourselves in love, every time we pray like that, every time we, we ask the angels, dear angels, what would you like me to know today? We are a part of that. And we expand that. We nourish that. We nurture that. Okay. At the back of the angel code, there is a section called Divine Assignments. I don't know about you, but I've never been a fan of assignments. I'm still not. But the divine assignments are really beautiful. A message from your loving angels. We implore you to ask, ask, ask. Have you asked for our assistance today? yesterday, last week, for more peace, for more love, for more money, more assistance, more help to experience more feelings of joy and balance. We are here to guide you, to ask for more, to take this important step without delay. This is not a sign of weakness, nor of greed. Rather, a sign of faith and prosperity. It is all yours for the asking. 
ask for more. We are waiting for your invitation. We have much to share with you. And that, my lovely friends, is how you ask for and receive guidance from the angels. So let's recap. See the beautiful white light, the golden light, the pink light, the rainbow light, the purple light, whatever it is for you. See that light everywhere, all around you. It's a reassurance that you're always loved, you're always nurtured, you are always, always beautiful. Ask. We must invite the angels in. We have free will. It's not a term. It's we actually have free will. So ask, breathe, 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 breathe. The angel's energy is a beautiful high frequency and it will actually meld with the molecules in the oxygen and it can flood our whole bodies with their peaceful, loving energy. Breathe. Next one is just trust that you will receive. So receive and trust are all tied up together here. They support each other. And write whatever it is you get, no matter what it is, write it down. Wait until you know that transmission is complete for that session with them. When you know that, say thank you. And also give yourself a hug. Congratulate yourself. Love yourself up for taking that step towards an incredible future, an incredible present, a way of life that you may never have experienced before and will be eternally grateful that you've chosen to experience it now. Hmm. <laughs> Elaine says, a wonderful class. And that was Carol Ann. She says, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Her phone's flat. She's going. Thank you, Elaine, for being with us. And again, you can watch this any old time, any time at all. You can watch bits of it. Um, at You can watch the whole thing again, angellight777.com. And in the video section on the Angel Heart Radio Facebook page, we'd love you to join us there. So please, if you feel so guided, come like the page, follow the page. We have so many beautiful things happening here and we'd love to share it with you. Thank you, everyone. You have been absolutely wonderful. I'm so grateful to have been able to share this with you and spend this time with you. And I appreciate who you are in the world and the love that you have in your heart. And I am so excited to know that this is something that will expand beyond your wildest dreams if you are willing and patient because it's all there for you, just like it's all there for me. And I'm living proof, absolute living proof of how a life that was on the edge and on the brink over time 
sometimes a little time, sometimes a bigger time, but over time, it can be turned around. And the experience is wonderful. Thank you for joining me. Lots of love, everyone. You take good care of you and be kind to you. It's so important to be kind to you. It's easy to be kind to others, right? But be kind to you. You deserve it. You matter. You make a difference in the world. This is Anaya Joy Halili. Thank you so much for being with me on Angel Heart Radio and Angel Light 777.